Welcome to Business of Design. Business of Design is the world's best business training for interior design professionals like you. The Business of Design podcast offers immediate, actionable strategies and a glimpse into some of the many field-tested, proven systems you can implement to transform your business and your life. After the show, head to businessofdesign.com and get started with the BOD 15-step project management strategy and six foundational programs. Together, they deliver the systems, procedures, and strategies you need to run a successful, highly profitable design business. There's no theory here. The complete BOD business model is yours through Business of Design membership. Business of Design. There's only one. And now, your BOD Advocate-in-Chief, Kimberly Selden. Well, hello, you fabulous interior design professional. I am so glad you're here. This is Business of Design. You may know that. You may have intentionally chosen to listen to this podcast rather than just stumble on something uh, where you listen to podcasts. And if so, I'm so glad because you are going to meet someone so lovely, someone whose star is rising, but this has not been an easy journey for Amy McKay, and you're going to hear that from her. We name this episode Rising from the Ashes, which is very dramatic, but when you hear where she had to go to begin the journey to rebuild herself, I think you will appreciate the title of the episode. I am currently in a hotel room in Las Vegas, so the sound quality may not be as great for the introduction. Uh, my mother-in-law is afraid to travel. She's 87 and she's she's got some concerns and worries about traveling, but she happens to adore Las Vegas. And uh, we have a routine where we sit by the pool all day and then we go for a dinner and then she'll play the slot machines for a couple of hours at night. And it's kind of a lovely routine and we've been doing it once a year for a long time and I'm so grateful she was willing to come. I ran into friends I hadn't seen in forever, which is amazing. And I love coming here as well because... We've got some BOD boss members who live in Las Vegas. And in fact, I will be attending a BOD boss group meeting tomorrow, all day, looking forward to it. Home tour, looking forward to it. The financial update from the BOD CFO will be tomorrow as well. I always love that. Where have you come? How far have you gone? What do you need to do next? Uh, so lots of good feelings associated with being in Las Vegas. You know, and the fact of the matter is I'm still working. I'm doing a podcast right now. I've got a dozen or so client uh, emails to interact with. And uh, then I will be joining my mother-in-law at the pool for a few hours and uh, getting a blow dry in preparation for tomorrow's BOD boss event. So happy to be here and thrilled you're going to hear this story from Amy. She shares wisdom that so many of us feel, you know, this idea that I wish I knew then what I know now. Boy, would I have done things different earlier. I waited a long time to make changes, mostly because I had no idea how to make the changes. There was nobody teaching business of design in any kind of a healthy way. And we were actually just reflecting. Uh, I did a 
BOD 15 in Toronto, we were reflecting on the fact that in 2004, when I started officially teaching business of design, one of the biggest messages that I had for people was you have to charge for the consultation. And that might sound crazy to you because you've been charging for the consultation since you launched your business. But believe me, that was not the norm. And I was sharing that I used to get heckled when I spoke. People would say, that's ridiculous. You can't charge for the consultation or you can't charge for the time it takes to procure an item or you can't charge for deficiencies. Like real anger from designers. And I would say, you know, I don't know why you're not open to this conversation because you're not making money. Like, The point of any business, one of the points anyway, is to earn a living for the person who launches the business. Um, Unless you're independently wealthy and you're just doing a give back project, in which case, you know what? I got nothing for you. You're doing fine. (laughs) But for the rest of you, if you're like me, I've worked for myself since I was 12 years old. And it's part of who I am. It's how I identify. What's cool though is the messaging has changed over the years. And now I find myself in a position, thanks to my own journey and systematizing my own business, where I can teach other designers how you can be truly profitable, do better work, make your clients happier, and enjoy an outrageous number of vacation days. So you can be doing whatever you want to do from your hotel room in Las Vegas, right? And I can say that with such confidence because I am not the best interior designer in the whole world. I am not. I am a person who surrendered to systems. And you're going to meet another person on this episode who surrendered to systems. And you will hear her story. And boy, oh boy, what a story it is. If you're not successful, we at Business of Design are not successful. So... Let's do this together, everybody, and my right hand and your right hand in everything we do at Business of Design. Cheryl Horn's got some announcements. Thank you so much for being here. Well, tomorrow is BOD Live, and we're going to be talking about logging billable hours effectively. So that's happening Wednesday, October 18th at 1 p.m. EST, and We've assigned some homework. We have been talking about this one for a little while because we want to make sure that you come prepared and make the most of your time with us. So uh, Logging Billable Hours is the first course in our Getting Paid program. Program as a whole also focuses in on invoicing your clients as well as collecting. Uh, But for the purposes of tomorrow, we're really going to focus in on Logging Billable Hours. It's come up a few times in recent meetings where designers aren't necessarily getting paid for all of their time, whether they're reducing hours or maybe charging a flat fee and not invoicing for the tasks done outside of their scope of work. So come prepared. If you haven't already taken taken that course rather, uh, or you want to retake it, it's been a little while, make sure you do that. You do still have a little bit of time left, uh, but we also have some homework. When was the last time a client questioned uh, a task on your billable hours? bring it. If you have a really large log sheet invoice going out to clients this month uh, and there's tasks in there that maybe you're wanting some help wording, uh, bring that with you. Tomorrow is your time. Join us. We're here to help and we're going to make sure that going forward, clients never question your hours again. So that's again happening tomorrow, Wednesday, October 18th at 1 p.m. 
E-S-T. If you're a member, all you have to do is sign on to your uh, member dashboard and click the button to join BOD Live. And then next week, hitting up our last city, we'll be in Winchester for the BOD 15 two-day intensive. Uh, I think we do still have a spot left if you're interested in joining us. These are small groups. It is group coaching style, which means you have time to ask questions. Make sure that you don't leave those two days with any unanswered questions, that you are clear on every single step in the 15-step process. And project-specific, if you are at a certain step in the project and something's going off track, you need clarification on any of the steps or how to apply this specifically to one of your projects, we're going to do that. at other locations, we've talked about your consultation rate and everybody ended up giving themselves raises as well as what you charge for the retainer. We really do deep dive. You know, it's it's coaching with Kimberly and we would love for you to join us. Of course, that's hosted by the wonderful Sierra Collins at her event space in Winchester. So please join us. Registration is still open. That's happening next week and we would love to see you there. Thanks so much. I'm so happy to see you, Amy McKay. It's been a minute. <laughs> a few years. Yeah. Just... You're still in beautiful Vancouver. Yes. We love it and, here. And loving it and loving it. But you have not been resting on your laurels, as they say, since I've seen you. You've had some big things happen in your life and you've reinvented yourself. And so that's what we want to talk about. Re-energizing your business and reinventing yourself and all the good things that come with that. Tell us where you are and what's happened in your business in the last little while. Okay. It's been it's been a crazy 23 years. 23 years ago, I launched it just by myself, little old me. And now there's a team of 14 and we're still growing. And I used to just have a interior design company. And now I have, um, as of maybe 10 years ago, a construction company. And then we launched a shop in the shipyards of Vancouver. Um, it's ethical and handmade and artisanal. And we launched it last year. And um, so we have online and bricks and mortar. So I've married all my loves. And there's lots of good things that I want to share with you. There's <laughs> a lot more than this, but maybe we should see. I know there's, there's a really big thing you're going to share with everybody, but yeah. Okay. So I love that you said I started out as little old me, because I think that most of us sort of start that way. And, and sometimes we stay there and sometimes that's the perfect size to stay. But how did you go from just you to 14? Uh, well, I needed help. And I am really good. Well, I think I'm good at asking for help and I'm very good at delegating. So, um, and I have really big dreams. And when I share some of my dreams, you'll understand. And I, I built up this awesome business just in the design side. And then the recession of, you know, the last recession, 2010 really hit me hard personally. And then I had to rebuild it. And then I went, gangbusters because I learned so much in the first decade of my career that I was able to implement it much faster. And, and I'm all about growth now. And I wish I knew then what I know now. And so that's why I mentor women and I try to help women because I feel like (laughs) I could have used me. And, and that's why I'm like, I do your BOD system and I'm doing, um, I'm reaching out to all these brilliant women 
who are already doing it and listening to great podcasts to, to soak up this energy. But I'm gone much further with it. So, uh, yeah, growing, getting here has been, uh, has been a journey. It has been a journey. Is part of it that you have to dream big because that's not sometimes typical of the average interior design professional. Sometimes I think a lot of us think too small. We play too small. Like what made you think, you know, who do you think you are, Miss Amy McKay, dreaming so big? Like what what inspired you? That's that's it. Exactly. That's exactly it. See, when uh, this thing is, I come from a small town in Ontario <laughs> and you know, crazy little Amy having big dreams. Everybody just pat me on the head and thought that I was crazy. Right. So I needed to surround myself with people who actually thought bigger. And so that when I thought bigger, that people weren't trying to keep me into this world of where I belong, belong to, you know, quote unquote. And it took a while, but now I, I, I am so expansive in my thinking and where I'm going and why I'm going there. I don't have the fears and the, the weights on my ankles holding me down anymore. And I love where my life is right now. And I, lo- I love how I got here. And I actually love that I struggled so much to get here so I can appreciate it. I consider, it's like the stomach flu. You know, you're so ill. <laughs> you, you can't <laughs> keep food down. But then as soon as you're well, the first food you eat, you know, it tastes so delicious and colors are brighter. The smells are more amazing. That's what it's like when you go through struggling in a major way in your life and then you get through the other side. So I celebrate all the little wins and the big wins that are happening now. And it doesn't happen overnight. Have you ever found yourself drowning in a sea of vendor logins, clicking through endless links and trying to keep tabs on all the orders for all your design projects? Well, say hello to Daniel House Club. They're not just any old club. They're founded by fellow designers who get us. They'll provide you with everything you need to manage your design business all in one place. Let Daniel House Club take the order logistics off your hands and handle the hassle. That lets you focus on what you do best, which is design beautiful spaces, right? With the industry's lowest trade pricing and flat rate shipping, which is awesome, across top vendors like Forehands, Eichholz, and Korean Co., you can take control of your business and increase your bottom line while delivering exceptional value. Join as a Pro Plus member today and get 50% off your membership at danielhouse.club backslash BOD. And because this community is so important to Daniel House Club, they're extending another special offer. Top BOD customers on DHC currently have over $100,000 of furniture on each of their boards. Whether you've been on DHC for years or you're signing up today, add $10,000 worth of goods to your board. That's not a lot, right? And you will be emailed a $100 gift card to use on future orders. Thank you, Daniel House Club. We love that. No, that's that's really you said you've been in business 23 years. But what what was the struggle? Was it just getting your hat handed to you in business, not knowing how to run a business, or was there some bigger personal story behind the scenes? <laughs> All of it. Um, so when when I had um I had an interior design business that I was doing by myself and then running by myself. And then I um, launched a furniture line, a sustainable furniture line called Pure. And it was in 12 boutiques 
in North America. And it was how does furniture was made sustainably from the sixties and earlier. And it, it was gangbusters. I mean, I got into Oprah magazine and like, I was, I was just so blown away by the amount of publicity and care that people took um, because there wasn't anybody really doing, not many people were doing what I was doing. And, mm-hmm. but it was little me trying, I'm like, you know, I'm going to launch and start a furniture line. And I think that everybody belong, uh, deserves to sit on a healthy furniture with no formaldehyde, blah, blah, blah. And it was wonderful. And it was a huge big thought, but I did not know that I'd be jumping off this cliff into this world of unknown and how expensive it is to, to launch a furniture line by yourself. You to, mm-hmm. I had to do all the marketing and shipping and I development and manufacturing. I had to manage all of it. And so then I had a little team that I hired, but then 2008, nine and 10 happened. And then 2010, <laughs> yeah. cue the music. Cause it was bad. It was a bloodbath and it was bad. <laughs> every store that carried my furniture went out of business. And mm-hmm. I ended up having it first manufactured in Canada. And then I moved it down to North Carolina and then they, it was a three generation um, business and they went out of business and closed and they kept all my furniture, all my, um, all my stock, all the wood, FSC certified wood, all the fabric, everything. And they closed the doors and, and didn't hand me back a thing. So I had no business. Like I lost it all. I had my interior design, which was so beautiful because that kept me, that always, I, I always had something that was my baby right. and she, she's fed me. Oh my gosh. But in 2010, um, it was a lot. Uh, my mother, um, uh, got diagnosed with cancer and died. I left my husband. I, ugh, it's old stuff and I'm good, but it's just like, I'm so proud of myself because literally like I, I went to the food bank for a year to feed my kids and I, um, yeah, I, I lived on people's sofas and I lived in a women's shelter. So these are the things that happened to me 2010. Fast forward it to now. Oh, wait a minute. We just have to take a minute. I just have to take, I wish I was in person with you. I just give you the biggest hug. You know what? It's so easy for people to find you on social media and to be in your presence and experience you and think, oh, she's got everything. She's, she's had it all. She's, it's easy for her. Look at her. But look what you've shared with everybody. Like we all have a story. We all have a moment and you really had everything burned down, everything burned to the ground and you had to start over. Everything, my house, the money, the bank accounts were drained. Like everything that I had built up was gone. Well, not everything. I sold my company and I had my little boys and I had my dignity. And um, so, and I had dreams and I had big Mm -hmm. dreams and I have beautiful friends. And um, so I went through that crazy hard time. And, but here we are 13 years later, I could honestly say I've never been happier. Um, I feel, I feel like every day that I live, my life is getting better. And it's not that there's any particular thing happening to make it feel like that. I just have so much gratitude in the moment for everything that I'm experiencing. My team at the office, they're so beautiful. They are humble, creative, hardworking, diligent, fun, silly, 
happy, positive, and just, they just kick ass. (laughs) (laughs) So amazing. And all the way from the management to every single person who's working there. Like I, we've never had the team this good. And this is one of the things I want to say, because even when things, uh, somebody told me, uh, years ago, um, you know, the Phoenix rate rising from the ashes that I'm the dodo bird rising from the ashes. I am so, so pleased with all the things. And, and, and don't get me wrong. Life is not easy. We're human beings. There's always something. There's always parents Mm. Ill or children struggling with something or health issues. There's always something, but I try to hang on to all the beautiful um, moments constantly. So, so that's how I've gone through a um, lot of hardness. And um, so now I don't feel like I have to do it all myself. I don't want to do it all myself. I, I, I am, I connect so well with people and with my clients and with my team, but I want to see my team shine. I want them to show me how wicked and wonderful and talented they are. Like I want everybody to be the best version of themselves. I, my goal is to be like the top place to work in Canada. Like I, I, I mean, there's only 14 of us, but like that would be my dream come true. Right. That, I mean, everything that you've dreamed about, you've made happen. So why wouldn't you continue to have those big dreams? I don't know if I can accept the vision of you as a dodo bird. I'm not really familiar (laughs) with dodo birds and how wonderful they are. Maybe they're fabulous, but I feel like a phoenix might be better or maybe a tiger. I don't know. Anyway, except for that, I I love that your story uh, has these ups and downs. and And I love how brave you were at the lowest point to think I'm still going to make it. I'm going to make something of myself. I'm going to build this business up. You had these two beautiful boys that you had to do it for. There was no question about it. And at some point about 10 years ago, you decided to add the construction side. How did that happen for you? Well, we were working on clients' houses and they were getting these crazy expensive quotes that I was just thinking, well, we can do that. We can manage that. And it doesn't need to be that high and the quotes were all over the place and yeah. um the uh, client kept getting all these millwork quotes and and then he'd go with the lowest which is really not the smartest thing to do and then they then they realized they couldn't finish the kitchen for that price and they pull out it happened to him twice and then I just thought you know what let me take over this project and and do what I can do let me just see and then I did and I took care of it and that was great and then I met my beautiful um, man and we were just managing in-house and um Never thought, well, I shouldn't say that. I dreamt about him. What are we talking about? I, he was in my, <laughs> I, I just could never think that my life would be as good as it is now. But at the time, I, even when I was married, I had this list of all these beautiful traits I wanted to have in a man, hoping that my husband would magically turn into that. But, you know, I was really putting that manifestation, what I needed in my life. And, uh, and then a few years later, I, I meet Don and um, and then he was in between jobs and I said, well, do you want to, and he has all this experience building houses. And so why don't you, um, work with me? And, and he did. And so now he took over that department. So that's his, that's his baby. And so now we work together and we've created a beautiful life together. I love it. I didn't know that. That's so cool. And, and when it really came together is when we bought this crazy house we're living in, it's literally, it was a 
dump <laughs> falling around, like falling down. We didn't even put pictures on the MLS because you just wouldn't want to come in. It had cigarette smoke. Um, when Don came in before, <laughs> the ceiling fell down almost on his head from mold from above him. There were dead rodents, um, animal feces. It was terrible. And I can't believe that because I've seen the view outside your window. How? What happened here? Who had this beautiful property? And there must a story there, some sad times. Well, she was handicapped um, and she was in a, uh, she had an aneurysm and she's in a wheelchair and she couldn't keep up with this house. It was literally falling. Like the deck, everything was wow. falling off. We live on a mountain. So it's four levels and it's like a birdhouse up here. But, um, and the deck is 35 feet in the air, but it was literally falling off the house. Things were falling down. And um, it was the only thing we could afford because remember, I had lost everything. I had, I lost my house and my, part, my husband and everything, the bank accounts were drained. Everything was gone. And I just had to, I, I, this was, this house was bought on a hope and a prayer. <laughs> it was just like, um, and Dodd was like, this is not possible to do this renovation. We have no money to fix it up. We just can buy the house and we're not living in it because it's disgusting. And right. so lucky us, we gutted it. And then lucky us, a tree fell, a hundred foot tree fell in our house um, a month after we got the keys. <laughs> And insure paid our rent for a year while they were just fixing that part of the house and it took them forever. And we slowly worked away in the house until we can move in. We moved in with no kitchen, no no uh, plumbing upstairs. We we just we just moved into this crazy wow. and all the while you're also dealing with clients and growing yeah. your business and you're just you're like, I can do this, I can do this, this is gonna be okay, this is gonna be okay. And we have to fast forward and tell people it's not only okay, things are great at the <laughs> moment, like amazing. Really beautiful, really beautiful. And whatever happens, happens coming up. Like it doesn't even matter. It's a it's it's the journey that I'm really like I'm you know, my, my beautiful father lives with us and he had a stroke seven years ago and he is so adorable and he's lives in the moment. He, he has dementia. He doesn't know it. And I don't tell him <laughs> and no. he's so appreciative and he gives compliments to everybody and he just celebrates. And I look at him and I'm like, I'm going to be like you for the rest of my life. I'm giving myself permission to shine bright and be silly and be happy and just say what, what, comes to mind that I know is going to make other people feel good. Like he's my, he's my mentor in life because he just gets away with being the silly old 81 year old man who just says funny things all the time and makes people laugh. I'm like, that's beautiful. And he tells me every day how much he appreciates me. Like, who does that? Wow. So I can see why you are the way you are. Yeah. It's all his fault. <laughs> No, it's great. Your genes are so good. Um, now you've got this television show. You've got the beautiful pure, is it pure or pure design shop that's in the shipyards? It's um, pure design, but it's, we call it the pure shop. Um, the pure but shop. It's all on the same umbrella. When you go onto our website, pure design, then you click on it and it's a, the website or the shop is attached to it. So, um, and you've got the design and the build the yeah. interior design and the build uh, job is what am I trying to say? You have you have your interior design and build firm also. Yes, I all, and it's what it's all in there. It's all in the it's all in this old 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 building in the shipyards. Why do I have this 
feeling, Amy, that this is not enough for you, that all of this is is wonderful and you're so grateful for it. But I suspect there's more. I suspect that you have other dreams. I'm looking at real estate in Italy. I've been looking for three and a half years and I'm trying to find a nice little or not so little project to take on. I get so excited. I'm like, I ooze when I'm there. Don, um, he's completely bought into this dream as well. And oh, by the way, Don's even on the TV series because the show is following me doing what I'm doing and then him with the renovation of the house and the projects and it's us working. And then I'll have some behind the scenes in the shop and the office and the team and the girls. Like it's really a beautiful, each episode is one hour and it follows one full project and it's a bit about our, our lives as well. And he's it's just- so fun. We're all going to watch and feel like we just know you. And then you'll see like, wherever you go, people are going to be like, Oh, I know you. It's Amy. It's Amy and Dawn. How are you? What's going on? Yes. And then maybe, maybe Italy, maybe, maybe one day we'll do a podcast and maybe you just have to come to Italy and hang out and we could do it. That would be terrible. No, really? (laughs) Terrible. No, wait, I'm packed. I'm already okay. packed. What are you talking about? You don't have to invite me twice. I already invited myself to Vancouver before we were recording, right? I'm coming to Vancouver. It's just been way too long. Maybe you do one of your girly uh, uh, business things in Italy, huh? huh? The retreats. Yes, please. Yes, please. And thank you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's, those, that's one of the other dreams. And, and dreams are fun. And if they don't happen, they don't happen. But you can't get there if you don't dream. Now, tell everybody, you don't have to have everything in the whole world taken away from you to reinvent yourself. <laughs> so given given another set of circumstances, I bet you would have preferred not to have lived in a women's oh. shelter. I bet you would have preferred not to have lost everything. What do you think it takes when things are going well or things are going so-so for you to muster up the courage to reinvent yourself? I think fear is the problem. And once you have that, it's, you have to, you have to somehow shed it because once you, you just need to know that it's not always going to be hard. It's times change and situations change and they sometimes change quite quickly. And sometimes they don't. I just think surround yourself. First thing is I feel like we need to all, we need mentors. If you're going Mm -hmm. through a hard time or a so, so, a so-and-so time or even a great time to grab yourself somebody who could advise you on business and to tell you next steps. Oh, you know what? This is where you're at. Where do you want to go? This is what I suggest. And this is who I suggest you contact. And this doesn't help you though, when you're helping someone else, I find it just reminds me what's important. It reminds me to keep my eye on the ball. It reminds me not to over, uh, don't worry too much about some of these things. They're all going to write themselves and, and, you know, eventually, Right. It's just there's a really selfish part of mentoring. It's so true. You give such good advice and then you remember, oh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> yeah. You, I, I say to myself sometimes, you better you better walk. You better walk the walk. You can't just talk the talk. You better walk the walk or that somehow I feel so disingenuous. OK, so I, I just I'm so happy for you. It's so well deserved. And I can't imagine that your team must enjoy being under the umbrella that you've created where it's just such a positive place and the work that you do on behalf of clients is so important and so valuable 
I, as much as the design is so important and valuable, I think the team culture is more so because mm-hmm. if we don't have a happy team, we can't have happy clients really mm-hmm. like there, there's drama and negativity and whatever poison is in the water from whatever is going on. It's really hot. It's really hard to thrive. It's really hard to thrive and reach higher. But when we're on, when we're on the dream and we're working towards something together and they are feeling honored and respected and heard and seen that's, um, I think that's, well, that's, that is what I'm probably most proud of. Well, congratulations. We're just couldn't be happier for you. You know, we end every episode with design intervention. What last piece of advice do you want to leave everybody with? Oh, <laughs> okay. We went all over the place with all my notes. I don't even know what I spoke of or what I haven't. So do you want me to tell you what you said? Don't dull yourself. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I think the, I think this is, this is for business. This is for design, but this is for being a human being. Just, just don't dull yourself. Don't dull your light. Don't, don't worry what, about what other people are thinking. Just reach for your dreams and your goals and get there. And it's just one step at a time, one, one day at a time. Keep adding to your dreams and your goals. But if somebody's uncomfortable because you are shining, that's not your problem. Mm-hmm. And just, just keep going and surround yourself with beautiful people who are shining bright. And just don't ever, ever dull your light for somebody else, please. Oh, I can't imagine you having dulled your light at any point in your life. You're just such an inspiration. And I hope everybody listening can just reach in and tap into Amy's magic because it's, it's there, right? It's there for every one of us. Thank you, Kimberly. And Hey, can I say one thing to you? Yes. Because I used to watch you on TV and (laughs) I used to live in England and then they come back and then, you know, like it's cool because then here you're on TV and you have your show. And I was so proud of you. I was like, they're, you're doing it girl. And I didn't know you, but I'm like, here we are having a conversation many, many moons later. And can you believe it? Like this is, you did that. You've been shining for years and you've been supporting and holding up women. And I just want to say thank you from all of us. Uh, I feel, I feel so lucky to be part of this community. I just, I don't know what it would be like to be in any other profession, but this community is full of amazing, amazing people. And I'm just so lucky and so grateful. And I'm just looking forward to hanging out with you. I tell you, if it's Vancouver, Italy, I don't care. I'm coming. Call me. All right. And I'll be watching in the meantime. Thank you. Yay. Thanks for listening and supporting the BOD mission to improve the industry one design business at a time. If you're ready to implement an exact business model for running a streamlined, profitable business, field tested by thousands of design professionals around the world, head to businessofdesign.com and get started today. It's time to dramatically improve your business and transform your life.